Delano's Top of the Week. I'm joined by Cordula this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Lisa? I'm doing fine, thank you. Monday morning, struggle on through it, but, you know, all good. Um, we've lots to talk about, so I think we should crack on because it's, it's a busy old week in Luxembourg. Um, big thing is really the budget. Yes, exactly. So um, the 2022 budget will be passed in um, Parliament this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it was presented already in October, so we kind of know what's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but tomorrow, the um, budget rapporteur, um, so the, the kind of member of Parliament who reports on the progress of this bill um, to uh, MPs, he's giving his sort of big speech on it, um, which is always held under kind of a, a specific topic. Um, and he will focus kind of looking at the budget under um, the focus of kind of security, social security. Um, and then on Wednesday, the finance minister, Pierre Gramegna, he will give his big speech on the budget. Um, so it's still going to be Gramegna who does it. It's not yeah. going to be... Uh not Eureka back not, not yet. Okay. No, he's mm-hmm. he's still in office. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he'll give his big spiel, and then uh, uh, all of the parties represented in Parliament have a big old debate about it. And then on uh, Thursday, they're going to vote on the document. So, what are the big topics? I mean, typically, there are big issues that they're 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 debating. Is yeah. So the. So the kind of headlines under which it was run was kind of climate, uh, sustainability, digitalization, um, and there's a bunch of measures in there. So, for example, climate spending is going to increase quite substantially compared to previous years. Mm-hmm. So there's a 765 million euros uh, planned for sort of climate and environmental spending next year, okay. um, which will rise even further in future. Right. Um, there's also quite a lot of spending on uh, rail infrastructure, for example, and uh, electric car um, infrastructure, okay. um, obviously with a view to kind of making transport uh, greener and uh, reducing the carbon footprint. Yeah, it feels as if that's gone quite quickly with the you know electric cars and things. And then somebody was saying there's a petrol station has just opened on the motorway. We were coming back from Esh the other day and there's a new petrol station just off the motorway and there are no charging points at all in this new station you know so there's things that have got to link up in the infrastructure just generally for it for everybody to move over to electric cars or rail which would be preferable i mean i know even the the, down to esh the the people who travel south are who with us you know who are are working here are often quite frustrated because the train just is so unreliable time-wise. I mean, I think it, mm. it runs, but it's not on time. So mm. those things need to be fixed. Mm. So hopefully... I mean, there's... So they're planning, what was it? 300 million for rail infrastructure next year. Mm. So hopefully that will make trains be on time the, the, um, <laughs> and expand the And the thing is, in Luxembourg, you always know there's a bit of pain before the gain because everything's going to get dug up and redone. And, you know, there's a lot of effort goes into uh, making these things happen. But... There's also, there's also more money for the tram. So there's another uh, kind of 55 million in the budget for the tram. And I think we all know the, the pain that that was, yeah. uh, the construction site sort of going through the centre of town. But yeah. now um, it's, it's incredibly popular and there's more and more people taking it. Well, and, I know um, because the, the route I take round the back of the train station to come in here, that's the, the, the part of the track that will go out, I guess, to Cloche Door. And, and they're cracking on with that. I mean, to the extent that you have to be careful every morning because they've changed, you know, it's all little diversions around. Um, you have to be careful how you how you drive. So it's it's happening very fast with the tram. So I, I presume that next tranche will be the bit out towards Mama. I think that's the next part after the after the airport and Cloche Dora finished. I think 
it was out to Quite our, out, possibly. out the route d'Arlong, I think, was the next part. But anyway, <laughs> we'll find out, I'm sure, as soon as they start digging up the road. Housing, I think, is another thing that's obviously a bit a hot topic. Yeah, so they've, uh, there's this uh, there's a fund that this government uh, created, um, which they kind of pour money into so that they can buy up land mm-hmm. uh, when, when it does become available and also subsidise um, uh, sort of public housing and... Mm. Um, uh, these sort of housing projects like the FNHBM, so social housing. Um, and so there's going to be more money going into that. Um, so there's a 228.2 million planned for that next year, which is up 77% compared to this year. But there's already quite a lot of criticism that that's not actually enough, mm. um, especially if you look at some of the other spending items. So, I mean, obviously, it's it's great that there's, you know, nearly 700 uh, or more than 700 million going into climate. Um, and it shouldn't be sort of like a zero sum game of like, right. oh, you know, yeah. this much goes there. So yeah. we have to um, uh, reduce uh, spending on something else. Um, but in comparison, it is still... A small amount that they're putting into the housing. And I mean, I guess the issue that's always questionable is is whether, because it's a liberal government, whether they're just leaving it to the market to deal with. And then people, obviously, the, the big companies profiting out of uh, the prices rising because the, the increase in house prices in the last year is just crazy. It's been quite... Uh it's, it's quite extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what they've also done uh, with this uh, with this budget, and Xavier Bettel spoke about this in his State of the Nation speech earlier in in October, um, that they they do are starting to kind of work on introducing a property tax and living taxes mm. on 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 uh, land and on buildings that are just standing empty. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a bit of work needs to be done on that, also just in finding out, especially in terms of empty properties, because right now there isn't a real mechanism to even find out what is sitting empty in terms of land that's a lot easier but if you have an if you have a big old apartment block with like 20 30 or mm. however many apartments in it um right now there's just no real mechanism of finding out what is actually standing empty well from mm. what i understood people buy them and i don't know if this but it was somebody from from uh, the media that mentioned it the people if you buy a second home if you leave it empty for a couple of years the tax situation is more beneficial if you just if you leave it empty rather than rent it out to someone or whatever um so that's why they can obviously afford to not everyone but some people can afford to leave these these apartments empty so they're sitting empty without even being rented out and so that's one of the things that they're right. they're that they're trying to tackle right. is to is to establish these mechanisms find out what what is empty yeah, and then uh, increase yeah. taxes on that because the housing i mean the housing crisis is just for young people um it's just really 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 difficult um education i think is getting a nod as well there's uh Things happening. The budget's going to be raised by quite a quite an amount. It's it's climbing by ten uh, percent. Um, so they're going to hire around one thousand staff also in the education sector, and right. a lot of the budget increase is staff costs. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, because salaries in the in the state sector are quite high. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also um, this initiative uh, that there will be free school lunches. Oh, that's um, included in that budget because that's a great initiative. I think they've, this instead of January, it's going to be September next year. But Yeah, it's so, a great so with, the, with the start really. of the new school year, right. they're going to um, start offering free school lunches um, for children from, from low-income families and there will also be uh, more free music education. Um, so they're... 
I understood it to be all children in primary school and then in secondary school it would be um, means tested. Yes. Which I think yes. is great if all kids in, in primary are the same rather yeah. than, you know, having the stigma yeah. of, a, you know, free yeah. lunch or whatever. And then so. also having uh, the free uh, maison relais, daycare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a... Yeah, no, it's, it's huge. When I think about it, we had Saturday school when I came here. There was no canteen and there was no um, after school care. And we had the Tuesdays and Thursdays off with the kids. So it was really, as a working family, I'm not going to say working mum, but, you know, work, both parents working, it was really, really tough. So we've made huge head, oh, it has been 20 years, to be fair now, when I think about <laughs> it, huge headways <laughs> in 20 years. Anyway, anything else in that budget that we need to be looking out for? Um, well, there's some. Uh, there's going to be some spending to kind of uh, speed up internet connections, uh, right. make sure that that fibre reaches right. everyone. Um there's more spending on innovation as mm. well. Mm. Um, again, some criticism from from sort of interest groups saying that there's not quite enough spending on, for example, research and development. Um, but I think obviously from from all sides, all interest groups are gonna gonna have their their say about it. Right. Um, okay. So enough for the budget. We'll see. Um, we'll see how that goes. That's going to be voted on. When did you, when did we think? Uh, Thursday. Normally. Thursday. If, okay. If fine. all goes to plan, it'll be Thursday. And. Um, in terms of the, the Simon and I were talking, so maybe you can shed some light on this. In terms of the new COVID check, the 2G, 3G, do we know when that's going to be voted on? I know it was discussed on Friday in Parliament. Do we know when the vote's going to be on? So they haven't, they haven't added it to the, the official schedule yet. It ah. definitely needs to happen before Saturday or at the latest on Saturday, because that is when the current set of laws runs out. So if they don't vote on it by the 18th, then we don't have any rules. Right. Um, and also, this is this is the last week that Parliament is in session before they go on Christmas break. Um, oh, heaven so, forbid that they have to stay a bit longer. <laughs> well, I think the, the sort of the firmer deadline is, is Saturday, because in principle, if they don't, if this doesn't come into effect on right. Saturday, then there just won't be anything. Right. Um, but they haven't officially added it to, um, mm-hmm. to the schedule yet. I think Wednesday will be very full because... Um, as I said, Pierre Gramenia, he's giving his speech in the morning and then in the afternoon, there's this whole debate uh, around the budget. Um, so it could be it could potentially be uh, be Thursday. Right. OK, well, we'll wait and see. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, even internally here, we have big debates on how we organise because we obviously have volunteers, we have staff, we have young people coming. In, so it's quite difficult to plan things if you don't if you don't know what the rules are, mm. you know, so. Anyway, um, and in terms of events, what are your choices this week? Because that's that's something that we ask you every week. Yeah, so I um, picked two exhibitions at Nyminster because when you go, you might as well see both of them. Right. Because they're in the same space. Yeah. Uh, so one of them is the World Press Photo Exhibition, that looks really which is good, kind actually. of the best mm. of, of press photography of mm-hmm. the past year. And that closes on the 20th of December, so next week, Monday. So okay. it's sort of like a, a last chance to see this week. Uh-huh. Um, there's also an exhibition by three um, Burmese artists who kind of examined the role of women in a society in Myanmar and the treatment of ethnic minorities mm-hmm. um, through photography and, and other media. Um, so that only just kicked off this weekend. That's on for a while until February. Um, and that's also at Neumünster That's then. also at Neumünster, Excellent, yeah. okay. Um, and then if you want some music, there is on the 15th, there's Thomas Trotter. He's the um, organist at um, St. Margaret's in Westminster. Uh-huh. Um, and he's coming over to play uh, some organ music. Um, and oh, nice. it also kind of because I think when you go to the fill you don't hear the organ much it's sort of it's this looming presence over the room and it's quite special but, we went uh, for a tour once and they did they did give a big explanation about what was so special about this this um, yeah. organ 
Um, so if you if you want to hear it in action, uh-huh. um, that's on the 15th. Um, and it's, okay. it's described on the Philharmonie website as an ever so British evening. All right. So um, get some some get into that Christmas spirit. All right. Good stuff. Um, well, I know Jaman, our uh, my colleague, he might be interested in that one. So we'll give my give my heads up on it. Good one. Yeah. And then finally. For more Christmas uh, spirit things um, mm-hmm. on uh, the 19th, so on Sunday, it's a bit of a while away, but um, people like to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. There is a Christmas market uh, right here at Rotons. Um, jingle Mingle. Some, the Jingle Mingle I love market. the name. Jingle Mingle Christmas and, market. Um, you can buy things from sort of local artists uh-huh. and creatives nice. um, if you want uh, to shop for presents that are a bit uh, off the beaten track. Oh, that's good. That's a nice one. Okay, so that's uh, that's this Sunday coming. That's great. Okay. Now, any tracks that you'd like to hear? I probably will play it after the news, but is there anything you have chosen this week? I chose Winter Song by Sam Fender this week, oh, um, okay. which I have to say is a bit of a... It's very slow paced. It's a bit depressing. It's oh. a it's a cover of a 1970s song. Well, by, people have uh, people have been complaining about my choices this morning. <laughs> so this will just top it all if we yeah. find that one. But I'll but try and get it. It, it kind of it, it tackles uh, homelessness around Christmas. Uh, it was released to raise money for the big issue in the UK, which oh, is right. um, obviously a, a kind yeah, of homeless a, a, charity. Yeah, magazine. Um, and um, yeah, I just. Uh, I, I really enjoy it, even though it is maybe for a Monday morning a bit slow. But, Let's see uh, if I find it in here. <laughs> look at the dying light. But I'll, I'll get. I'll look for it after this. I'll play Bon, bon Iver first, and then I'll have a look for it. Cordla, always lovely to see you, and thanks for coming past. Thanks for well, yeah, probably some next week we're still here. So I was thinking, what date is it? So we'll see somebody from your team <laughs> next week. Excellent. Good stuff. Thanks a lot. Speak soon. <laughs>